And here we go. That's right. You're back in Red's line. And what did I promise you today? I said we'd have an afternoon game. Of course, I wasn't in charge of the schedule. But yet today it did happen. A day game. It was Mally, who I explained the entire game either way. In last night's Reds Line game recap, and I explained Dakota Hudson. I talked about how Dakota Hudson was a similar pitcher to like Eric Lauer, except right-handed, but he wasn't as upper echelon as a Walker Bueller. Well, I thought that the Reds offense would keep on rolling against Hudson, and and it sort of did, it kind of did, but... The base running has cost this team so many runs. And it cost them again today. So the third base coach, who was Billy Hatcher last year, I think it's J.R. House this year. And J.R. House, I think he's been a bench coach and a catching instructor. I just think that he's the wrong guy at third base because he's sending a lot of guys home. A lot of guys the third. They're getting a lot of outs. It's getting borderline ridiculous. So the Reds could have been a little bit closer today, and who knows, they could have been getting a little bit more hits off of Hudson. But the third base coach has to be – this is almost Steve Smith territory. And if you know who Steve Smith is, this guy was, I think, the third base coach. And don't hammer on me because I am going off of straight memory – he was a third base coach in Brian Price's rookie year where they had 25 or 27 or 28 outs at home that year alone because of Steve Smith. And everybody called for his head the entire season, and the Reds just refused to do it. But uh, J.R. House isn't that bad. But these are adding up to outs on the base pass. And why I don't think he's going to get to 27 or 28 I mean, I've counted two or three already this month, and that's three runs, not to mention all the guys that he's led <laughs> astray uh, to get out at third. And then, you know, you got to deal with the guys who tried to stretch singles and doubles. You saw it with Suarez the other night and uh, getting out at second. So anyways, to make a longer story short, I said it again. I can't believe it. Anyways, so they got to do something about the third base coach. But back to the game. So, it's Malley against Dakota Hudson. I thought Hudson was going to not pitch that great. Uh, but, and he really didn't. He gave up three runs through his five and a two-thirds innings, and the Reds were scratching him off of him. And that's why I said the Reds had an opportunity to score more. They just sent, I, I think it was Suarez who got out at home. But anyway, here's where the things kind of ran off the wheelhouse. What have I said about Malley? I said he's Greg Maddox 2.0, but he cannot walk walk people. And that's where he had two outs twice, I think. I know he had two outs in the fifth when he gave up a two-run RBI double to Ozuna. Um, but in the third, I can't remember if he had two outs or not. I'll uh, look it up. Because I can't do that off memory, I apologize. But in the third inning, he got uh, 
uh, Male. Anyways, I got to keep going. It was Dakota Hudson, the pitcher. He grounded out. So, Male got Dakota Hudson to ground out. Then he's got one out. So then, he walks Carpenter. And this was the major mistake. And then he gives up a single to Goldsmith. And then he gets DeJong to line out. So he's got two players on. And he's got to face Ozuna. So he's got two outs. And he gives up a, a three-run jack to Ozuna. And I... I was really upset because of the walk, and I was like, okay, well, this is just this is three. This is basically a three-run home run, and as long as he limits to that to the damage, if he can go five or six, this is not a big deal. Of course, you can't leave a fastball over the plate for Ozuna, and this is where, uh, this is where I think that uh, Mally just, he had no reason to pitch this guy this well. Like in the middle of the plate, what I'm talking about. He needed to get Ozuna to do what Ozuna does. Chase pitches low and away, go inside, throw high fastballs. You can't lay him out there over the middle of the plate, but I, it wasn't the end of the world. And then the next thing you know, he gets Martinez to ground out. And uh, then, you know, it's it's okay because the Reds tie the game up. And then what happens? We get in the We get in the bottom of the fifth. Same, same, same batter leads off Dakota Hudson, and he lines out, and then Carpenter lines out, and then what happens? He walks Goldsmith, and then DeJong singles, and then they're sitting there with Ozuna. Goldsmith is third. I probably, I don't know, I would have pitched to Ozuna. I'm not going to say you want to walk the guy and load the bases, but I mean, then they just, it's the same thing over again. You got two outs. And you and you pitch to Ozuna, but I mean you're not even pitching to him. So the walks are the real problem here. I'm not even. I don't even think the two hits that Ozuna got, the home run and the double, were the, were were the game breakers. It was the walks. Male, you cannot walk hitters. Man, when Male doesn't walk hitters, he's like Greg Maddox. When he walks hitters, he's like Mike Maddox. And that's all I can tell you about that because the, the very same thing happened the minute. Ozuna hit that double to put the Cardinals up five to three. Uh, Jose Martinez he flies out, and then the rest of the game is pretty much you know a pitching contest where David Bell fails in all aspects of the game again. What did I say last night in the game recap? I said, "Gee whiz." Don't you think you ought to should have used Zach Duke in the ninth inning of this twelve to one blowout? No. What uh, what this amazing manager does is thinks that Zach Duke is a middle reliever, so he puts him out there in the uh, bottom of the sixth, and he, and he just can't get out, and he coughs up another run. So. I called it last night in the games recap. I said David Bell, what? Let me go. Let me let me do that. Let me do that the right way. Let me do that the Reds line way. David Bell, why are you using Zach Duke as a middle reliever in the sixth inning? That is that makes no sense. And David Bell, David Bell, you're causing this. I'll guarantee you, David Bell, five of these losses are hung around your neck. 
just because you you just don't you just don't know how to use your bullpen. And guess who comes in, L- ladies and gentlemen? Guess who comes in to clean this game up? And after Duke, remember who uh, who was pitching last night when I said Zach Duke should be in there? Jared Hughes. He puts Jared Hughes out there in the bottom of the ninth instead of Zach Duke in a 12 to 1 game. So then he has to use Jared Hughes to come in this game and clean up the bottom of the 6th. You literally can't make it up. It's crazy. So then he brings in Lorenzen after that and the and it, between Lorenzen and Hicks, Hicks is a Cardinals pitcher that throws 100 101 can hit 104. It's just the the game is over as far as offense. So I'm not saying that the Reds could have won this game. The You can't get really mad because there's going to be games where guys like Azuna or guys like a Bryce Harper or guys like a Cody Bellinger just go off, and there's nothing you can do about it. It's, it's pretty common. So I'm not saying this is the worst loss of the world because uh, it's not. But the idea that I call this last night in the bottom of the ninth you're up 12 to 1. Zach Duke's got a 10 plus ERA, 11, whatever it is. You bring in Zach Duke in a 12 to 1 game and you let him get straightened out. You don't bring him in, are you listening, in a two run game in the bottom of the sixth. And then you got to use the pitcher you used last night. And then I just, David Bell, I try and defend you. Let me get my milk and cookies, David Bell, voiced out. David Bell. I try and explain to you these things. And, and, and you know what else, David Bell? No, I'm going to switch back to my regular voice. David Bell, I've got to tell you, Jim Day is a, is a nice guy. Okay? Think pitch. I don't know what that guy knows, but it's close to nothing. But here's the deal. Even Jim Day, who's not like a baseball guru guy, he's a great interviewer as far as I'm concerned. I don't like him on the telecast or on the radio. I think it's a nauseating voice. No offense, Jim Day. I think Jim Day's great for post-game interviews, pre-game interviews. I like him. I like him in that nature. I think he has really good uh, charisma and really good uh, chemistry with the players and the manager and the coaches. So I really like Jim Day. So I'm trying to cover this. But here's the, th- here's the thing, David Bell. I'm watching this game, and Jim Day and Think Pitch, and Think Pitch sits there and says, hey, I thought that uh, Zook was a loogie, and why are not you using him as a loogie? His ERA is what it is, 11, 12 something or whatever, 11. And even Think Pitch is on my side. And when Think Pitch is on the side of Red's line, you know that you are making major mistakes. They literally said, why are the, why is this guy being used as a middle reliever? He should be used like as a Lugia, left-handed specialist. And and David Bell, just go watch that sixth inning with Think Pitch because the Think Pitch is telling you. I mean, good lord, man! And I'm not saying Think Pitch is always right. I'm just saying if Think Pitch is even calling you out for it instead of carrying carrying your water like the rest of the Cincinnati mediums, C. Trent. Mark Sheldon, uh, Monday morning quarterback Lance uh, McAllister, you know, you got some problems. So, David Bell, your misuse of the bullpen today, well, I don't think it cost the game. I think that the walks by Mally cost the game, and I think 
that you send in runners or your base running, whoever's running this base running, and note, note, actually about it, Earth the Reds, Earth the Cincinnati, bring in Wally Backman, like I've told you, he would he would really line out this bullpen deal for you, and he would help them in the base running. I mean, hell, hire him as a third base coach. He would do anything. I'll guarantee he'd be better than what you got, and I'm not saying J.R. House is a bad guy. I think J.R. House will probably be a damn good manager one day. You know, he's a former catcher. He could be a good bench coach, whatever, but you know, you got to bring in somebody that's a base running guru as the third base coach. Anyways, let's get back to this. So then the Reds, you know, they lose six to three. Uh, the offense was the offense was doing good enough to win because they could have been up four to three and and, and won this game out. Um, even though they scored, they only scored the three, the three runs. The reason I'm saying they could have been up four to three or four to whatever was because they had no business sending Suarez to home. I mean, it's, here we go. It's crazy. So let's get into the good things about this game. Well, I got to tell you, um, Jesse Winker, I will probably put him. On number one on my good things list, he's climbing up the batting average. He was two for three with a run today, walked, got on base three times. I mean, he's turning into the, just the hitter I said he was. Congratulations, me, George, your negative 972. Okay, what's who's number two on my good things list? I'm going to give it to Michael Lorenzen. He came in, pitched two innings, only allowed a hit, only struck out a batter, lowered his ERA down to 1.29, uh, just a really – Really solid effort uh, for Lorenzen. Like I said, I've talked about two things, two players to extend. They need to extend Michael Lorenzen and give him a middle reliever's contract. I would extend him for like three or four years, give him between six and eight million a year and lock that position down. He's He, he is well worth the money, especially because he can pinch hit and play center field in the pinch. And uh, let's go to my number three on the good things list. Well, there's not a lot of players to choose from, but I'm going to just give it to uh, Derek Dietrich. Uh, He was one for three with the RBI. I could give it to Jose Peraza, but I'm just going to stick with Derek Dietrich. Jose Peraza was actually one for three with a run and an RBI, but Peraza, you, you you were the antithesis of clutch. That's right. You hit a home run when the Reds are up nine to one. So you know why that home run was a triple decker. You 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 are the antithesis of clutch. Okay. So anyway, let's get down to the bad things. And who can we guess is on the bad things? You know what? I'm so tired of putting David Bell number one on my bad things list. But don't go too far, David Bell. You're going to be right there at number two. I'm going to put number one on my bad things list, at Tyler Malley. Malley, what are you doing? Now, I understand you did this post-game interview where you didn't have a good grip on the ball or whatever, but the walks, man, pitch to contact. Don't be as scared of these guys. I know Matt Carpenter's a good hitter. I know Paul Goldschmidt's a good hitter. But what worse is they got good hitters behind them. You understand? So you're better off, you know, doing your thing, which is 
which is be in the zone and command that baseball and, 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 and let the ground and the air be your friend. That is how you will be successful. You cannot walk people because number one, Mally, it gets your pitch count up and then you're up 80, 90 pitches in five innings and then you got to be pulled because you kind of lose your stuff and all of a sudden they start swatting baseballs over the place. So Tyler Mally, Mally, you're number one on the bad things list and you've dethroned David Bell because he's been number one on the bad things list for in perpetuity. So who's number two on the bad things list? Here we go. Three, two, one. David Bell! Your use of Joey Votto at number one in the lineup. I'll put that number three. But number two is Zach Duke should not be used in the sixth inning as a middle reliever. I'm not going to talk about it anymore. Everybody go listen to last night's game recap and then listen to this one again. And you'll see I talked just about it. You're up 12 to one and you don't bring in Zach Duke last night? Are you insane? And then tonight, you got to bring in, you used Jared Hughes last night in the ninth inning to get him working. And then so after Zach Duke coughs up a run and there's runners on base, then you got to bring in Jared Hughes again. David Bell, take it. David Bell, email me. Message me through Redline. I'll give you my cell number. You can text me. I'll explain this stuff in like five paragraphs, maybe even three, maybe two, maybe one. Anyways. So let's go to number three on the bad things list. I got to give it to David Bell again. Quit batting Joey Votto leadoff. I know you think that you turn the corner and everybody's hitting better because you got Votto leading off. That is crazy. You're, you want to know why? Joey Votto hit his third home run last night, and he's got five RBIs. Now, I just want you to do the math on that, okay? You don't need to bat him second. I like your idea about Suarez second. Put him third, put Puig behind him, and then protect him. That'll be perfect, and then maybe if you guys can just get a better third base coach or teach some base running, you might score some more runs. So, David Bell, while you weren't number one on the bad things list, you were number two and number three. So, where do we go from here? Well, ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow they're still in St. Louis, and they got a chance to win the series or drop the series. It's going to be... Sonny Gray, who I think can dominate this team against, uh, I think it's Jack or Jet Flaherty. Now, he's a pretty good pitcher, but his ERA is five and a quarter. Same thing as Dakota Hudson. I believe that the Reds' offense will continue to do what it's done, not 12 to 1, but I, can, I believe it'll be in that four or five run area. So, all Sonny Gray's got to do is be Sonny Gray, not walk anybody, be dominant, be pitch effective. And they'll walk away with a series uh, win on this deal. And they'll end up being uh, 12 and what? 12 and 15 if they win tomorrow. So they'll be pretty close to 500. Right now, they're 11 and 15. They really got to keep up. They got to win tomorrow. And uh, that's all I got to say about that. Um, how, do, how can the Reds improve? I've already covered it. You got to bring in Wally Backman. You got to bring in a baseball guy to kind of get some of these uh, fundamentals down better because. The base running has been atrocious all season. I, I've barely touched on it because I've had so many other things to touch on as far as David Bell's uh, recklessness of using the wrong pitchers in the bullpen. And it's just that he's too stuck on a book. He's, still, he's too stuck on left-handed batter, bring in left-handed pitcher, up oh, right-handed batter, bring in right-handed 
pitcher. So he needs to get off of that craziness and realize when he's got a stud like Amir Garrett. Now, did you notice last night, David Bell, that when, uh, wait, maybe it was today. I think it was today maybe or it was last night. I can't remember. But Andrew Miller came in the game. It was today. Andrew Miller came in today, and he had to face uh, Votto and Puig and everything. Well, guess what? They didn't pull Andrew Miller when Puig was was hitting. Do you understand, David Bell? So when you got a guy that's lights out like Garrett you, or, or Lorenzen, you, you don't got to pull those guys, okay? You can let them pitch that rest of that inning, let those guys be dominators and go mano a mano against those great hitters. You don't got to worry about it, okay? So that's my point, you know, but... Let's get off this beaten path. Uh, the one thing I also I'd like to end with is Scott Shelbler struck out to end the game, and no, not on a hundred mile an hour plus pitch. He struck out on an eighty six mile an hour. I, I I think it was a slurve. It was a little slider curveball. Didn't broke a little bit over the plate. Didn't even swing at it. It was. Now I know he was waiting for a hundred mile an hour pitch, but he's not a good fastball hitter anyway. He should have pinched hit for him in that position. Of course, it was righty versus lefty. So David Bell's going, oh, my God, I don't even got a pinch hit for him. Anyways, Scott Shebler, front office. I've already made it documented. I made it clear. you got to give Scott Shebler a change of scenery, whether you trade him to the Orioles or you trade him to the Giants, who are canvassing the league for outfielders. And guess what you got, Reds front office? you got a surplus of outfielders. And what you need to do is trade Scott Shebler to the Giants or the Orioles and then let Phil Irvin play center field. Number one, it'll improve your defense in center field. And Phil Irvin hit three forty one in in uh, spring trading. He's he's hitting pretty good in the in AAA. He has nothing else to prove. You play him in center field. Hell, you can even bat him a lead off. That guy's got enough wheels to steal 40, 50 bases in the majors. So just do that. So that's what I'm saying. Trade Shebler. Listen up the outfield for to to. Uh, deploy Irvin at center field, and you'll be fine. In fact, I think that's a great idea. Irvin leading off, Suarez number two, Votto number three, Puig number four, and you go down the lineup from there. So anyways, from the Little Apple all the way back to Reds country, we're going to call this Reds line show, well, it's game recap number 26. So we're going to call it not really a night, We're going to call it an afternoon, and I'll see you all tomorrow, Reds Nation.